0: i'm the bottle of hot sauce that beyonce keeps in her purse and i'm the lesser-known fifth musketeer jimmy and welcome to planet of the meerkats Hey Jimmy, how you doing today? I'm I'm good. Bottle. Uh, <laughs> what what are you drinking? Actually, my name is Mr. Sauce. Mr. Sauce, what are you drinking, Mr. Sauce? <laughs> <laughs> well, I swapped out my tangerine flavored Lacroix for a Lagunitas Hazy Wonder. Nice. And I've had this before. It's actually really good. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Noble Tendencies
1: Pilsner from the Lost Abbey, which is in local mm-hmm. San Marcos, California, just north of San Diego.
0: Nice. So, Neil, what are we doing today? We are going to run the apocalypse bracket. Now, <laughs> we've imagined this kind of working like a March Madness situation. We've uh, come up with 32 possible apocalypses. Now, we didn't do a full 64 like a true March Madness because <laughs> we have jobs. <laughs> that would have and we taken didn't want record. the podcast to be three hours long. Yeah, that would have taken a ridiculous (laughs) amount of time. So we we got 32 possible apocalypses, which we've ranked one through eight in four different brackets, and they're going to go face to face, two apocalypses at a time, just like you would in a March Madness basketball game. What are the four categories? So the four categories, we've got uh, a category called It Came From Outer Space, Mm -hmm. and these are generally apocalypses which start in outer space or... Whatever, they're not perfect categories.
1: It's it's sort of like every every once in a while you get a regional
0: team from the West, like from New Jersey or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Ah, first sip of beer in the morning, so good. <laughs> then we move on to nature's revenge bracket, mm-hmm. which are, <laughs> as you can guess, uh, environmental catastrophes. Yes. Then we've got our drive-in theater. So you know these these are more uh, maybe less less probable. More fantastical things yes. you might recognize from some of your favorite movies. And lastly, we've got our, our potpourri and prophecies. So we've got some some prophecies that will, that may come to bear mixed in with some some other sort of rando things that we couldn't really fit <laughs> in any of the other three categories. So what we ended up doing was Dave and I and a few other folks actually went in and filled out quite a scoring rubric, rubric which took into <laughs> account... Several factors, but but uh, through that scoring, we've that's how we ended up with our our one through eight rankings for each region. Yep. <laughs> so so bear with us. This is going to be this is going to be kind of a wild ride. So what we're going to do is uh, for each match, Dave and I are going to each roll a six sided die. One of us will claim an apocalypse, and the <laughs> other will get the the opposing apocalypse. And whoever gets the higher dice roll uh, is going to advance. Yep. Sound good, Dave? Yes. And the apocalypse that makes it to the end,
1: the champion apocalypse,
0: that's how we're going to die.
1: And this is science, really. Yeah. Because, you know, there can't be two apocalypses at once. And so (laughs) if that happens, they fight, and only the winner
0: continues. That's the way it works in real life. Yep. So you can take this to the bank. Whoever wins today, just go ahead and start planning for that. Yes. That's, what, that's what's going down. And I, I've actually printed out my bracket, Dave, so I'm going to write these down as we go. Nice. I, I wish that we were doing this like an ESPN bracket where we had it online and it was like going to score it and we could bet on it. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, again, we, we have jobs. So
1: so so going into this, which apocalypse do you like? Are there is there a scrappy underdog? Is
0: there a uh, any surprises that you're looking for? Well, you know, having watched a number of March Madness tournaments in my day, I think it's always safe to bet on a one seed. Uh, but there are those upsets that come along uh, that mm-hmm. really just surprise and shock, and really like bring joy <laughs> to our viewing experience because you always want to root for that underdog, um, and it's those storylines that really that really jump out at you. So I, I'm going to pick two, Dave. I'm going to pick a front runner uh, and and an underdog that right. I'm going to kind of like hitch my my wagon to. So in the nature's revenge bracket, I really like Ice Nine. I'm pulling for oh, Ice Nine. I think nice. Ice Nine's got got what it takes to take it all the way to uh, the championship. Um, and in terms of underdogs, I'm really look, I'm looking for Lizard People to perform really well today.
1: <laughs> you see, I think I, Lizard I,
0: People I, is ranked low. Uh, it's it's a seven seed in the uh, space bracket, and mm-hmm. I think they I think they're gonna have some tricks up their sleeve. See, I I, I for my my top
1: seed, my obvious pick, I think uh, Cthulhu is always a safe bet. always hungry and uh if he wakes up we're screwed and then uh for my upset pick super volcano you know that's ranked eight here uh it's an eight seed and you know i really
0: got to question that ranking because i mean how did that even happen yeah it is inferno come on we've all seen (laughs) the destruction wrought by a super volcano
1: yeah, I mean the the one under Yellowstone goes, and you know North America goes immediately. The rest of the world's <laughs> you know blanketed in a, a winter cloud, and everybody dies off.
0: And in the in in the first round, I think uh, outside of of my predictions of who who I think is going to you know win the the match, I'm looking forward to the most is again in the space bracket. It's Borg versus Blob. Really, I'm that's looking to forward- be that's going to be a great match. Very, it's a three versus six seed. It's <laughs> going to be very evenly very evenly matched. The a match that I'm looking forward to
1: is Kaiju versus Kaiyu. We'll, oh, we'll yes, yeah, another that. classic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we go ahead and start? Yeah, let's do it. So I guess we'll just start. You know, I'm looking at the bracket. We'll start in the top left just for, for the yes. sake of easiness. So our first our first bout <laughs> is the one seed nuclear Armageddon versus the number eight seed canceled. And what we mean by canceled is not in the political sense of the word as it's used today. Yes. In this scenario, we are literally an alien TV show. And what happened, Dave?
1: Well, you know, ever since World War II, there hasn't been as much violence. And so the ratings have dipped. You know, the, these ang- aliens, they hunger for the blood. You know, there was a <laughs> spike in ratings when Trump was president. They thought something was going to happen, but, you know, it didn't. And so, you know, it just, it it's, we're not profitable anymore.
0: They're Who wrote Biden into this script? Come on, Biden. You really were not good for ratings. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. And so and I feel so, comfortable putting nuclear Armageddon into this bracket because uh I mean, hell, they gotta go through space before the warheads come back down, very, right? Very true. Very true. So, you know,
1: if we don't want to be canceled and replaced with another real housewives in the Milky Way, then uh yeah, let's see who's gonna win. Okay, so which one do you so, call? Nuclear uh, I'm Armageddon. Gonna call, or I'm gonna call
0: I'm gonna call canceled. All right, I'll roll okay, for nuclear roll? Armageddon. Yep. Let's roll. Six. Five. Oh, that means canceled advances okay oh, all right next asteroid see, versus the independence day scenario see asteroids one of those ones
1: that to me seems really likely there's asteroids flying all over space and it wouldn't take <laughs> one that big to really destroy life as we know it uh i, I think this is it. seated slightly higher than independence day it's seated as a number four but uh i think the distraction and the likelihood you know i think it's underrated
0: yeah, I, I think that Independence Day scenario is actually vastly underrated. <laughs> think about those big ships just swooping down out of nowhere, just like visually stunning. And the only thing we have to save us is Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Man, that could have been a number one seat in my mind. But Hey, you know what? We could have had Jaden Smith uh, saving us <laughs> as well. <laughs> and Willow Smith, you know, Willow Smith. Is, uh, did you see in the news she took over as the lead singer of um, Jada Pinkett Smith's old new metal band? I did not.
1: I didn't know James Baker Smith had a new metal band.
0: That's yeah, awesome. I didn't either. But I don't know. Since we're on the Smiths, I figured I'd throw it out there. All right, Dave. I'm going with Independence Day. All right. I got Asteroid. Let's roll. Four. Six. <laughs> oh, man. So Independence Day moves moves on. Our third match in the space bracket, number three seed Borg versus number six seed Blob. And as I said, <laughs> this is the one that I'm really looking forward to. Both these teams are just like, oh, they're so good. You know, I got to say, I saw the 80s blob
1: movie when I was a kid. It scared the crap out of me. There's a scene where a guy's like sitting in a public restroom and the blob comes seeping through the air vent. Oh, man. And, of course, it eventually eats him. And, you know, it's just really scary. For the longest time, until I was like 25, I would stare at the air air vents in bathrooms as I I pooped (laughs) just to make sure that I wasn't going to be subsumed by a, a sticky mess of alien goo. Is this our slowest moving apocalypse? Yeah, although it gets bigger, like, exponentially mm. as it eats more people. Yeah. And the original Blob movie had Steve McQueen in it. Ooh. He was, like, 30 playing a teenager.
0: <laughs> as was <laughs> the case back in the day. Well, I guess it's still the case. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, and Borg, I mean, come on. we None of us want to be assimilated into a common collective. I mean, that's just socialism, right? Yeah. All right, who are you taking, Dave? <laughs> uh, I, got, I got the Blob. Okay. Three. Two. Oh, oh man. B- Forg advances. My, my dice is unlucky today. To round out the uh, round of 32 in the space bracket, <laughs> we've got the two seed stellar destruction versus my my buddies, lizard people. Let's do it. Come on, lizards. Oh,
1: man. Okay, stellar destruction. So do you think this uh, is referring to our own sun, like getting bigger or blowing up or some other like su- close by supernova?
0: I mean, I'm not an astrophysicist, but I think it has to be our sun, right? Yeah.
1: Well, let's and, see. I mean,
0: it is a seed too, so you would. Th- I guess it would have to be something close. And with lizard people, we're we're referring to the uh, the theory that like there's a global cabal of uh, <laughs> of like elites that are actually aliens that will appear in lizard form and then they will lead an invasion and and kill the rest of us, right? And and you know, they may or may not live underground. I don't know. I don't know how lizard. I don't know how lizard society works. I mean, when I think of lizards, I think they have to sun on a rock, right? I mean, I had a,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I had an iguana when I was an, a teenager, and like that thing had to be on a rock like twenty four seven. So, I don't know how lizard people would live underground. But Which, you I've know. seen
1: some really cute lizard gifts lately online, and it makes mm-hmm. me really want to go out and get like a gecko or an iguana. Brahman would never allow it. That's what I'm getting you for Christmas.
0: <laughs> My friend All had right. a had an iguana, <laughs> and it would leap,
1: uh, like seven <laughs> feet across the room. It's crazy.
0: Maybe it was a lizard person. All right,
1: I'm yeah. I'm calling lizard people. <laughs> All right, I got stellar destruction. All right, go, boom, three,
0: four. Oh man, Dude, I don't want a have, single I won one of these I swept that bracket. <laughs> All right, so moving on to nature's revenge. <laughs> okay, so ice... this
1: one's important. You got ice nine up next.
0: And uh, I like the the duality here between ice nine and water world. Dave, uh, remind us what is ice nine. In Kurt Vonnegut's novel
1: *Cat's Cradle*, a scientist figures out how how to retrain water to freeze in an alternative way, so it freezes at room temperature. Of course, somebody drops a thermos of it into the ocean and wipes <laughs> out all life on the planet.
0: And *Waterworld*, of course, is is uh, referring to the classic <laughs> Kevin Costner, Dennis Hopper flick. But in general, I mean, this this scenario could also just encompass uh, you know the melting of the ice caps. I, I love how.
1: Waterworld is one of those movies. I think it was liked by you <laughs> and less people than Avatar. But you know, it was really expensive to make. And when you go to Universal Studios, there's still a Waterworld attraction. That's like, amazing. Yeah, there's like this this big, <laughs> uh, huge water thing where they put on a show. And you know, I'm willing to bet most of the people visiting there either don't remember the movie or were not alive when it came out. All
0: right, what do you call Dave? I call Einstein. Okay, shoot, five. One oh man, water
1: world takes out ice nine. The first huge upset of the day
0: wow, or the day, whatever the one doing. seed going down hard to believe. <laughs> hard to believe. All right, so next we got a four versus five seed. We have plant revolt versus animals taking over. I wonder what kind of animals we would uh
1: we should be most afraid of taking over. I mean, I have no doubt if I was to die one day, my cat would eat my face
0: when this food ran out. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you believe the Hitchhiker's Guide series, it's uh, dolphins, right?
1: Dolphins were the number two most intelligent animals on Earth. The number one, of course, being mice.
0: Oh, that's right, mice. <laughs> they were
1: interdimensional
0: projections <laughs> doing tests on us. <laughs> All right, so we got mice, dolphins, and cats. Yeah, that's and a trio. Uh,
1: plant revolt. So that, I guess that would be along the lines of the happening where mark Wahlberg plays a college professor which aside from the plants revolting thing is the most including the plants revolting thing is the most unrealistic part of that movie
0: (laughs) okay i I call plants revolt all right let's do it three four yes i finally one the plants take the animals all right so moving on we got a three seed widespread blight Versus the number six bees, and again, I think bees are ranked low here.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I think you know, if the bees revolted, we would have widespread blight. Definitely, there's an interconnection here. I think we originally, inversion this
0: is like all the plants die,
1: in which case, yeah, we're boned.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how bees. I, I I was imagining kind of kind of a killer bee scenario where where they like, all of a sudden, there's this hyper aggressive bee that. You just can't escape from because they're everywhere.
1: Oh, is it like the murder hornets?
0: Yeah, like the murder. Hornets. Nice. Yep. All Those right. Those things are huge, man. They're terrifying. I'm, I'm calling bees. <laughs> all right. I got blight. Like oh, six. Five. Oh, dude, Dave, you're just, you're just having a rough time over there. I know. All right. All right. So to round out the nature's revenge bracket, we got two seed pandemic. Wah, wah. <laughs> Versus a number seven seed running out of fuel. So I just got to say that uh, the the
1: South <laughs> in the U.S. has been experiencing both of these simultaneously. Because <laughs> the pipeline got shut
0: down and they have the pandemic. I just love people with the pla- loose plastic bags full of gas in their trunks. <laughs> like, what? Come on, man. It's uh, like, stop for two seconds to think about it. There's an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia
1: where they decide they're going to invest in gas. And they think investing in gas means filling a plastic trash can with gasoline
0: and selling it <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> did they get that thing back up and running yet? Yes. I think they did, right?
1: I think the hackers, they
0: came back and they're like, this is fucking wow. I'm done. <laughs> they, they didn't even get that much money. It was like $5 million. Yeah. Which, I mean, nowadays is like i'm not like, i'm not shitting on five million dollars like i, yeah, yeah, I just, take it but but if you're gonna right. like shut down a whole pipeline you should ask for a little more than that all right i'm gonna take the pandemic here all right so we know what's gonna win then running out of fuel <laughs> <laughs> your luck can change dave i got a one i got a one. Oh, oh our first oh, tie gotta, how do we deal we with the tie it. are we gonna re-roll we're gonna rematch all right. until we get a winner all right one Six. All right. Pandemic storms back and overtime. Man, I really don't want pandemic to win. Wouldn't that be terrible? Moving on to the Potpourri and Prophecies bracket, we've got the Mayan prophecy. Very popular, although supposedly that was supposed to happen in 2012. And uh... maybe
1: they flipped the numbers and it's 2021.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe this year, baby. And And uh... I,
1: I, I was trying to research like what exactly the Mayan prophecy says. And I know it's like the changing over of cycles. And so there's supposed to be widespread destruction. But the most concrete example of what I could find is apparently there's a planet called Nibiru that uh, is our twin and it's going to crash into us. Oh, wow. So.
0: It's not anywhere near us, right? So that would have to be, have like already happened, right? It this is like hiding be behind the way. sun or something. <laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe it's Umu- Umu- Umuamua. Maybe that's like uh, the oh, Harbinger. of. yeah. I like it. It's like the oh, Silver
1: so, Surfer to uh, so. Nibiru's Galactus. Wait, what? <laughs> so in the, <laughs> in, in the in the comics, in the uh, Marvel comics, Galactus goes around eating worlds, and before he does, he sends his herald ahead of himself, and that's the Silver Surfer. Um, mm, and he okay. shows up and like surf some waves, I guess, and <laughs> sets some tasty waves. Yeah, che- checks out. Rinses Got his, his corn. that is corn rinsed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Galactus shows up and eats everything. But Galactus looks like a gigantic person, which I kind of question.
0: So Galactus would... is, is more powerful than um, what's his face, right? Who
1: the uh, homie Thanos? from the last
0: couple? Yeah, Thanos. Uh, yeah. So, so I Galactus. Like... So this is my prediction about the about the Marvel movies: is that they'll bring Thanos back for like somehow, right? And then Galactus and he'll become an, and an and Avenger. Be- have to oh really? Black- you think so? Oh, I don't know. I Probably can't not. see them teaming up.
1: Maybe. Okay, I do. I do know that there was a line <laughs> of Marvel comics where there was a cosmic Ghost Rider who went around the galaxy with. He kidnaps baby Thanos, and he goes wow. around the galaxy with baby Thanos and a baby carrier. So I'm <laughs> I'm really really hoping we get that, and that Josh Brolin
0: continues to play baby Thanos. <laughs> CGI baby Josh Brolin. <laughs> Purple baby Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm starting a reggae band and I'm naming it purple baby Josh. <laughs> Sounds funny. All right. Th- then. Uh, okay. mine prophecy is up against the super volcano. I going to, to take the super volcano. About super volcano. Yeah. We've already talked at length about that. That one, man. Myan prophecy is going to turn your ass into a caldera. Dave. Let's roll. Three. Bad one.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> super volcano moves forward. Next, we have Global ennui <laughs> versus Ghosts, including a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. This is a good one. So Global ennui it's just like everybody just stops caring. And, that you know, they would do something about it. But what's the point?
0: I mean, I feel like we're already on the verge of that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Logging into social media is like, is you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, it's so terrible. I can't do anything about this. And this up against Ghosts. I initially had proposed the Marshmallow Man as sort of the avatar of ghosts, but the more I think about ghosts and specifically the Ghostbusters uh, trilogy, mm-hmm. I think about Vigo from Ghost Oh, Ghost nice Redu, the, the the haunted painting, his gigantic <laughs> forehead. So is he I accompanied go... by
1: Peter McNichol? <laughs>
0: Definitely, <laughs> I got to go Vigo and ghosts on this one. All right, four, six. Oh, man, the ghost moves forward. You were on a little bit of a winning streak there for a minute.
1: A little one. I'm just not very good at rolling dices. <laughs> so ne- next we got the uh, seven evil X's, which, of course, includes <laughs> Captain America slash the Human Torch, Superman slash the Atom, and Captain Marvel, and uh, Tinkerbell, if you want to go there because one of the seven evil exes does the voice of Tinkerbell in the Disney. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I got to say like, that's, that's an amazing bit of casting that they did for uh, Scott Pilgrim, that they got three future like big <laughs> name stars in those supporting roles. I mean, and honestly, you know, even beyond that, they have
1: Aubrey Plaza and Rory Culkin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just a huge number of, of great actors in that movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, in general,
0: I love Edgar Wright, so mm. I will
1: watch whatever he directs.
0: I love that all of the the songs that Sexbabom plays in the movie were written by Beck. Were they? Yeah, that's awesome. I think performed by Beck, too. I guess they were just like shreds of songs he had laying around, and <laughs> they're incredible. Like I think those are <laughs> that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. Like the music's really good. Kind of like by rehearsal dinner rap.
1: Uh, I just used the, the thrown away <laughs> lines that didn't make the best man speech at your
0: wedding. Hey, man, You mm-hmm. could be the next Beck, Dave. <laughs> wait, Beck who did, wh- wait, who is this up against? Oh, Voldemort. That's right. Voldemort. Yeah,
1: Voldemort. I mean, no nose, like Voldemort. Can Daniel Radcliffe save us? I no, don't know.
0: no one, no one likes uh, Rafe Fiennes. Sorry, Rafe. Wait, was it Rafe or, or Joseph? It's Rafe, right? <laughs> it's, it's Rafe. Yeah. Okay. Which dude? <laughs> just say your Fiennes name's is Ralph. Straight. Yeah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> All right, so are you taking Ralph, or are you taking? Are you, uh... a,
1: are you a lieutenant too? <laughs> Is your car made of aluminium? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should okay. just do the whole podcast talking like that. Yeah. Can you keep it up?
1: I need to put several liters in my car with the R before
0: the E. <laughs> All right, Dave. I'm I'm calling Voldemort. All right, I'll let you have the evil X's. Five, four. Oh damn it Voldemort, Voldemort proceeds.
1: Well the worst part about the Voldemort apocalypse is the world's on fire and we don't even know why cuz they're performing memory charms on us.
0: Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we wake up
1: every day and we're like we're like what's going on? Why is everything blowing up? But we don't remember cuz somebody's like used magic on us.
0: Well this actually seems pretty po- plausible if you think about it. we wake up every day in our world and we say wow, things are really bad. Maybe Behind the scenes, there's a Voldemort-like character that's causing havoc and then uh, diverting our attention away, right? What, what was the name of that flight that went down in um, the Indian Ocean? Um, the the Malaysia Pacific one? Ocean, yeah. That's
1: what 530? happened. Yeah, Voldemort disappeared it
0: or blew yeah. it up or something. Yeah, we just don't know. Now the bad part, the flip side of this is it takes all of the uh, responsibility off of our hands for ruining the planet. But...
1: <laughs> I mean, they could just magic that stuff away.
0: <laughs> Carpetus, lessonus. <Yeah. laughs> all right, so our last match in the Poprian Prophe- Prophecies bracket is uh, number two ranked Ragnarok versus number seven, the bi- Biblical Plagues.
1: So is this the full Biblical Apocalypse, or is it just the Plagues? Water turn the, the oceans turn to blood and.
0: I think it's the There's full... full ticks and day.
1: fleas. So we got the the angelic jazz band playing us out. It's the full
0: Monty or whatever. <laughs> whatever weird metaphor you want to use. Uh, well, Remind me of the Ragnarok. You said it was a giant snake or serpent that is... Uh, so like it's the world serpent. The earth. There's a world serpent that's around the earth and it's biting its tail.
1: Uh, and after it stops biting its tail, a giant demon dog is going to lead the forces of hell in a fight against... The Norse gods and heroes, and uh everyone's gonna die. Volcanoes are gonna explode, the sky's gonna weep blood. <laughs> but uh two people will survive subsisting on Magic Mountain Dew. Wow.
0: <laughs> that, was quite, that was quite comprehensive. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna call bibl- biblical plagues. All right. So I'll I guess give that you means Ragnarok. Ragnarok's gonna lose. <laughs> I got a six, baby. Five. Oh man, Ragnarok out Ragnarok out early controversial now when we ran this in a in a test environment ragnarok won the whole damn thing so you win some you lose some <laughs> so so far we've got two upsets the number one seeds are out ice nine metaphorically drowned in the in the nature's <laughs> revenge bracket and then mayan prophecy was was gone super volcano blew that shit up wow so we got to move on to our last bracket the drive-in theater And we got our number one seed, Cosmic Entity, Cthulhu or Galacticus. Take your pick. Versus number eight, Pseudo-Zombies. So can you describe what a Pseudo-Zombie is, Dave? So your traditional zombie is dead, right? It's a reanimated corpse.
1: Your Pseudo-Zombie is somebody who has a virus or disease that makes them exhibit zombie-like behavior. So think like 28 Days Later, uh, The Crazies like these people are still alive. So if you were to like smash their brain in, they would die. Whereas zombies
0: okay. are a lot hardier. But zombies are already dead, so you you can't really kill them. Yeah. in the the traditional sense of the world, but pseudo zombies you can. But the the advantage they have is speed, right? Cuz they mm-hmm. can they the virus will spread quickly therefore creating more of them faster than we're able to fight them off. Yes. Got it. So All I'm right. going to take pseudo zombies cuz I know that you're 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 really rooting for Cthulhu.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I know my daughter is too. She uh, looks. I get to it will be crushed by the Dark Lord Cthulhu.
0: She'll be All crushed right. if Cthulhu doesn't yeah.
1: win. And let's face it, if I'm rolling the dice, we know that's going to happen.
0: Well, this could be the upset. I uh, I got a one. A one.
1: Oh, so we, we got roll a again. Okay, okay. <laughs> Four, two. Oh, pseudo zombies! How did they beat Cthulhu? This that's incredible. It, that is a really big upset. So next we have the matrix scenario versus a transformer proxy war. <laughs> so my question about the matrix scenario is, okay, so they've they've hijacked all these humans and put them into uh-huh. pods, and they're making us live out in live our lives in a, a virtual reality so they can harvest our energy. Like, does it really take less energy? That like, is there really an energy surplus there? I gotta th- think that generating this reality is going to take a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Just the computing power necessary. Yeah, why not just like
0: make us all brain dead? We're still we still alive. They can just, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: anyways. Maybe maybe
0: just enough for them to survive. Because if you look at, in the world of the movies, you look at the world they've created. And uh, like the only thing that you ever really see is like the the earth is scorched. There's these like sad, you know, sewers that the ragtag humans (laughs) are in. And then beyond that, it's just like, Energy farms. But there's nothing else, right? So they clearly don't have a, a surplus to build a great society. Yeah. Unless we're just not seeing that. Anyway, Maybe I'm it'll be a result see. in The Matrix 4. I mean, I really hope that <laughs> that it is and that that movie is better than Matrix Ma- matrices 2 and 3. <laughs> and Transformer Proxy War. Look, man, if it means more truck nuts, then I'm all for it. All right. What was the character that had the balls that you brought up a couple... Oh, the it's Dev-
1: Devastator. He's made up of a bunch of pieces of construction equipment, Transformers. And when Come they on, formed Devastator. together, there were two wrecking balls hanging beneath.
0: Two pendulous wrecking testicles hanging Devastator, beneath his crotch. Devastator. All right. I'm taking Transformers. All right. Two. Six. Oh, Matrix. Matrix advances. All right. Coming in as a three seed, we have the Terminator scenario versus the number six seed. Your traditional zombies. So <laughs> with these zombies, imagine the uh, Michael Jackson thriller video, <laughs> or <laughs> the nice Living too? Dead. Yeah, hell yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honestly, I'm in kind term- of rooting
1: for zombies now.
0: And Terminator scenario. I mean, basically, we know what that means. It's uh, yeah. machines take over. Machines take over. Yeah. We're, it's an uh, AI AI uh, nightmare scenario. Uh, so okay, I'll take Terminator. You've got zombies, right. two, one, Terminator. Thriller. Which the Terminator movies
1: are awesome. So maybe we will get some cool car chases out of it. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna watch T2 tonight, Dave, just nice. because of this.
1: All right, I, I've tried <laughs> to show T2 to both my daughter and my wife, and they're both like, they're just chasing each other. Nothing's happening. <laughs>
0: yeah it's awesome chase That's, yeah come on getting to our final round of 32 <laughs> we've got in the second seed kaiju versus in the seventh seed kaiju now this is gonna be a big upset
1: i mean honestly on one side you have godzilla mm-hmm. and yeah kaiju for those you who don't know he's a bald whiny little four-year-old from a cartoon that bears <laughs> his name uh he and his loyal minion rosie they're set free from their animated prison, and they release their twisted wrath upon the world. Parents know how terrible this would be, but if you haven't yeah. seen Caillou, you can't conceive of the horror.
0: Yeah. Look, if you haven't already had kids, just don't have them, because if you do, you'll have to watch the show, and <laughs> listen, just take your chances. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll have fun.
1: And and if you already have kids, keep them away from YouTube. You'll have to watch yeah. Brian's toy
0: videos. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'll take Caillou, Dave.
1: Oh, man. Okay, I got I got Godzilla and, and, and his bros. I'm taking one for Or team. her bros, mm-hmm. because in the 1997 Godzilla movie, Godzilla was female, and she laid eggs inside Madison Square Garden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's roll. Right. Five. Three. That means Caillou goes on. <laughs> Huge upset. Huge oh, upset. Oh, man, I'm
1: going to laugh if Caillou takes it all.
0: All right, so that concludes our round of 32, Dave, and we're going to move on to the Sweet 16. And we've already introduced all these players, so I think gameplay is going to pick up. But just as a recap here, all four One Seeds lost. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, New- canceled beat Nuclear Armageddon, Waterworld beat Ice Nine, uh, Super Volcano beat the Mind Prophecy, and the Pseudo Zombies took down the Cosmic Entity. So I feel like we the, no, we can't predict anything at this point. It's it is wide uh, open. It is wide open, my friend. Uh, looking at the looking at the board, I think that I'm going to I'm going to reconsider. My lizards are still out there, so I'm gonna I'm gonna think lizards have a good chance. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my wagon to the Terminator. Okay, I'm I'm sticking with I'm going with Super Volcano. All right, all right. So let's go uh, back to the space bracket, and we've got canceled versus the Independence Day scenario. All right, I'm going to go with canceled. All right, Dave's taking canceled. I'm taking ID four. I got a three, five. Oh, canceled, advancing. Nice. So, in some sense, this is like the uh, like a, a a galactic version of the Truman Show. <laughs> and then in our our uh, second matchup from the space bracket, we've got the Borg versus the lizard people, um, and I'm going to take lizard people. All right, I was going to ask for Borg, so that works out. Yeah, nicely. One I got a six lizards advance.
1: Lizards took out Borg?
0: No. Okay. So, that's just so, crazy talk. So right now we're looking at uh a final from the space region featuring the canceled TV show that, that was Earth versus the lizard people. Uh <laughs> not what I would have anticipated or expected, but but here we are. Uh okay, moving over to Nature's Revenge. Um, we've got Waterworld versus the Plant Revolt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Screw plants. You're uh, taking Waterworld? Water You're World. taking Dennis yeah. Hopper? Yep. All right. So we've got Dennis Hopper on your side and Mark, Wa- Mark, Marky Mark Wahlberg on my side. I'm pulling for Boston Accent. Five. Four. Oh, yes. Plants. <laughs> Bees versus the pandemic. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> well, Let's I think hope the I'd... pandemic goes down. At least bees are cool. Okay, you're gonna take bees. Yeah. All right, I'm taking pandemic then. Oh, dude. dude, I got a six.
1: <laughs> oh. Okay. So I gotta say, if the pandemic wins, that's like the Yankees winning the World Series. Nobody wants
0: that. I know it's true, but pandemic was a two seed. So as it stands right now, they are the highest seed that's advanced. So wow, it they they are like they're they're a little bit like the Yankees, um, <laughs> and hopefully plants take them down. So moving over to the popery and Prophecies, we've got the Super Volcano, which is, which is your boy, versus mm-hmm. Ghosts. Let's see right. how this, this I got plays super, out. Super volky Two. Six. Oh! Ghosts, are, are moving you guys on. Are loaded or what? This is unprecedented. Uh, and rounding out that bracket, we've got Voldemort versus the Biblical Plagues. I don't know. I don't really want either of these ones to win, but I think that I will take Voldemort, Dave. What, All right. You okay with Biblical, biblical plagues? plagues? I am good with that. Four. Five. Oh, biblical plagues move on. All right, so to round out our Sweet 16, we've got the Pseudo Zombies versus the Matrix scenario. <laughs> and I I don't know. I'm pulling for Matrix here. Okay, so Pseudo Zombies it is, and I rolled a six. Three. How many sixes have you rolled? Good Lord. I, all I have to say is we need to go to Vegas right now because I'm, yes. I'm like on a, on a <laughs> go run. Go buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. Here's the thing. By the time we would get to Vegas... Like, my run would be over. Yeah. I'd be, like, on a cool streak. I've also never played anything except, like, nickel slots at Vegas. So, yeah. <laughs> seems like a bad time to just go and start playing the big boy games. <laughs> I do really want to go to Vegas, though. I think it'd be fun to just go and, uh, I don't know, I be do in too. the hot sun. The like really hot drain, sun. Drain our bank accounts. <laughs> All right, our final matchup in the Sweet 16. We've got Terminator versus Caillou. I'm gonna take Caillou, Dave, because I'm gonna continue to ride this bald Canadian train. All right.
1: Oh man, come on, Terminator!
0: I take got a out five. the little monster.
1: Six. Oh! <laughs>
0: I forgot that I had called Terminator earlier, and then I just like totally betrayed Terminator with Caillou. So Caillou's out. All right. Nice. So we've got the Elite 8. We've got Cancelled versus Lizards, Plants versus Pandemic, Ghosts versus Biblical Plagues and Pseudo Zombies versus the Terminator. <laughs> Cancelled versus Lizards. All right, I'm riding four. my lizard people. All right. 6 for Cancelled. Four. Oh. Cancelled with the oh, <laughs> the 8 seed advancing to the final 4.
1: You know, this is just this is one of the reasons why I I, I love of March Madness brackets. You never know what's gonna happen. You, never know. you know. the, the you scrappy know. underdogs can really take it. They can.
0: Wow, that's a shocker. I uh it's gonna take me a while to come to terms with what just happened, but you know what? Life moves on, and we've got another round. The plant revolt versus the pandemic. And I think both of us want plants to win this. Oh, yeah. What do you want, Dave? What are you calling?
1: Uh I will take pandemic. Since okay. I, I have very cold luck right
0: now. Okay. One five plant revolt advances <laughs> this is a, this
1: has been a really surprising bracket. I did not I expect
0: expect to see either of those move on. Okay, so we've got uh, ghosts versus the biblical plague. as much as the biblical plague uh, sounds really bad, I think be- <laughs> being haunted to death that sounds <laughs> <little> worse somehow. <laughs>
1: Well, here's my question. So like a hundred billion people have lived
0: on Earth. Are they all back? Like are all their ghosts from Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> That's a lot all of, ghosts. of them. <laughs> like like how many ghosts per person would that be? So we would all have like seven or eight ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. No, more than that, we'd have like ten or eleven ghosts. Do they follow us around all the time until we die? We like go crazy and die. Is that what?
1: Well, here's my question. Do I need like seats in my car for them? Or are they just content (laughs) to float next to me while I
0: drive down the freeway? (laughs) They're all going to squeeze in. But I mean, they can kind of sit on top of each other, right? They're all, they're not like made of, they're not in the corporeal world. It's not like they're atoms. They can just
1: squeeze in. What I really don't want is to come downstairs and see like a ghost eating all my food in the pantry. That would just get really expensive. (laughs) (laughs)
0: just like eating corn pops and like they they take a bite and it just falls to the ground now i i
1: hope my ghosts are all like hot ladies because that would at least make Mm -hmm. it
0: tolerable mine are all gonna be like grandpa's (laughs) like chastising me for things i am not doing right my grandpa used to get so mad at me for uh drinking tang with a spoon and i always thought that was unfair (laughs) because like one i was a kid and two tang is delicious but so you, you know, would just like drink the liquid tang with a spoon? With a spoon, yeah. You'd want to, I wanted to extend the the experience. Um, and now my daughter drinks drinks with a spoon too. And I'm like, I don't know if that's genetic or if it's just a kid thing. But either way, I'm still mad that my grandpa got so mad at me about it.
1: I bought some tang the other day. Neither one of my kids liked it. But I'm drinking it. I'm
0: happy looking <laughs> like an astronaut. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bringing it back. All right, Dave, what do you got? Ghosts or biblical plagues? I'll stick with biblical. Okay. Go One six, ghosts move on. Seriously, right. this dice sucks. Nice. I'm gonna go get my lucky dice dice rolling cup. One second. Oh man, he's gonna get his cup. This might change your fortune. Stolen from an old backgammon set. Okay, so for our final uh, elite eight, we got Terminator versus the pseudo zombies, and I'm going Terminator. All right, my boy Caillou's out. So, and I rolled a six, baby. Two. <laughs> I could be, I would have won $20,000 in Vegas already. So <laughs>
1: on the nickel slots.
0: <laughs> All right. So we you got know, our final four set. What What? What? What do we have in the final four? We got canceled versus the plant revolt and ghosts hmm. versus the Terminator scenario. <laughs> this is not what I expected to be in the final. We We had some, we had the big upsets early on and that changed the balance of the whole game. Here we go. Canceled versus plant revolt. I'll take canceled. Okay. Three. Five. Oh, man. Plant revolt. I can't believe plant revolt. Unbelievable.
1: Have you seen the movie The Ruins? I haven't. In that movie, these people go to these Mayan ruins, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's like these vines start to infect their bodies, and they're trying to get out back to civilization. It's pretty freaky. I I would recommend it.
0: I like the idea of people turning into plants. That's like an extra layer of like creepiness to it. Right. Slowly. This, sort of like, uh, like, you know, how the, there's the zombie bugs
1: mm-hmm. and the, there's like the fungus that takes over their body. Mm-hmm. It'd be like yeah. that.
0: The uh, cordyceps. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. That's awesome. That's what we <laughs> could, we should have done is that this should have been cordyceps the whole time that like actually recast this whole thing. Can we like retroactively change that?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Cordyceps, that's their star player.
0: Yeah, okay. So, that's the the LeBron. Cordyceps, yeah. That's the eight-time finals champion LeBron Cordyceps. (laughs) Have you seen the
1: uh, previews for the new Space
0: Jam movie? I haven't. Are you going to go see it with your kids?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to show them the original? We did. We've watched the original. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Is it good? No. It's not, it's not <laughs> it even is entertaining. Not, not really. MJ's <laughs> not a good actor.
0: <laughs>
1: no. And they like, they have them with like family and kids, but aside from them existing, like he doesn't really show any like affection for them or anything. Mm-hmm. Like he's not doing this for the family and
0: kids. Like they're just sort of an afterthought. This is why I'm wondering if the LeBron one's going to be better. Cause I feel LeBron seems to me like he understands acting more. So let me explain the plot of the original and the plot of the new one as I've okay.
1: understood it from the preview. In the original, there are some monsters called the Monstars mm-hmm. who need entertainment. And so the head <laughs> Monstar sends them to kidnap the Looney Tunes and bring them back to their home planet. Okay. And the Looney Tunes make a deal and say, if we can beat you in a basketball game, because the Monstars look like they're really short. Then you will let us go. And the Monsters are like, okay. And then they go and steal the talent of all these basketball players. Mm -hmm. And then the Looney Tunes go get Michael Jack, Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes play a cutthroat basketball game against the now hulking
0: basketball playing Monsters and win. So the premise is basically that if you have one superstar and the rest of your team is scrubs, you can still beat like a well rounded team because. (laughs) You have like a generational talent.
1: Well, and to be fair, they have Michael Jordan, but they also have Lola Bunny, who is proves to be a very good basketball player uh, herself. Okay. And the the new the new one looks like LeBron gets sucked into a computer and has to play some monsters basketball inside the computer with the Looney Tunes for some reason, and they so it's the kid to the kid like a mashup
0: between Space Space Jam and Tron. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I know that um the Warriors are really actually a bad team, except Steph Curry is having like one of the greatest seasons ever. Really? Uh, and is like single-handedly keeping them in contention. It looks like they're going to, they are going to be in the playoffs, but this could be a space jam scenario where Steph Curry playing the role of Jordan and the rest of the Warriors playing the role of the Looney Tunes. So uh, you're Targ saying this, seed.
1: the, the, the non-Steph Curry members of the Warriors are Marvin the Martian
0: and Porky Pig and Bugs Bunny. I'm not saying that they are those characters. I'm saying that maybe their uh, <laughs> their basketball prowess is on par. I don't know. <laughs> so no, now, hey who's, just put me who's, who's on Porky Pig? Who's Porky Pig? <laughs> Draymond Green. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we got. In, let's let's finish out this uh, final four. We got Ghost versus the Terminator. <laughs> I'm going Ghost, baby. All right. You roll first. Five, three. Terminator. Oh man. The final ah. Plant Revolt versus the Terminator. Okay, that's I, that's the
1: battle royale. I got to think that uh, Terminator's got to win this one. I mean, <laughs> man. I'm going to be shocked if Plant Revolt wins. I mean, who would have thought they would have made it this far?
0: That in and of itself is enough of a success story. And that's why we call this Apocalypse Madness. Because anything can happen, baby. Who are you calling, Dave? You're calling Terminator. I'm calling Terminator. I know you. I know you. All right. I'm going to do a special roll. I'm going to throw it behind my shoulder and just let fate take <laughs> it. All right. All right. Four. I can't see my dice because I threw it behind my shoulder. I got to go find it. Okay,
1: <laughs> what Neil does oh!
0: a three that means terminator <laughs> oh man is the winner well you know
1: what it's an honor to be destroyed by
0: skynet time
1: mr universe contender arnold schwarzenegger and skynet
0: <laughs> i don't think in any of the uh the dry run scenarios the terminator got any sniffed anywhere near the final four or plant rule for that matter yeah wow this really upended the whole the whole thing um uh, this was this was awesome. You know what I think we should do, Dave? What's that? We should put this bracket on the website. All right. And if people want to play their own Apocalypse Madness, they can. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could have a whole online uh, gambling ring. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, let's start our own little uh, Planet of the Casinos. or Casino <laughs> of the Meerkats. I don't Casino know. Casino of the Meerkats, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So really, the big takeaways from this is that you never know. You just really never know. And even though at the beginning of the show we said that this was science and that this is definitely how we're all gonna die, you know, I'm not so sure about that now. Well, we will see. Will we? Will we see, Dave? Or will we will we make Maybe it? Maybe it'll far? be so fast we won't even see. I think we're I think we are gonna make it. I think that our generation, I mean, look, we're already 41, turning 42 soon. I think I think humanity has another 40 years. It's going to be a rough 40 years. That's optimistic. But, <laughs> but we'll you and I will probably die of something not related to an apocalypse, but our kids Our kids and grandkids. Listen, kids. I just want to say that when we made, well, I'll speak for me. When when I made the decision to become a father, it was during the Obama administration. Look, all that hope and change, man, it got to my head. I thought we were headed in the right <laughs> direction and look, the, 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 rug just got pulled out from under us. So I apologize. Just do the best you can. Well, we do have Biden
1: now who's been uh, a nice,
0: a nice breath of fresh air before we
1: take another plunge. No politics zone, Dave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is it politics to just say a nice thing about somebody? I don't think so. Apparently Biden um, was talking about
1: how he would like talk to his, his grandkids on the phone and stuff and how he would Venmo them money. And as soon as he said that, everybody went out searching for his Venmo account and found it in like 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> what, do, what do Biden's like little Venmo transactions say? Because you know, like no one ever like says what they're actually paying for. It's like, I'll like send you money for a burrito and I'll put like high heels and a donkey and like the the little money icon with wings. It'll be like, like what does Biden put on his? <laughs> he just puts the little skull on everything. <laughs> sunglasses i believe that next week we are doing a short on tom Bombadil. lord of the rings i've read many times
1: and tom Bombadil, of course was cut out of the movie so if you've only seen the movies you may have no idea what i'm talking about but uh frodo and and the hobbits end up in a forest at the beginning when they're still being chased by the black riders and greeted by this merry fellow tom bombadillo saves them from being eaten by a tree and then later from ghosts
0: <laughs> hey man look you just met you just like referenced plant revolt and ghosts yep in the story about tom bombadil so we've come full circle well and he uh yeah he's an interesting character lots of different
1: theories about what he is and we'll get into that and you know he likes
0: to sing some pretty bad songs nice are we gonna do do we have a playlist lined up for this you know what? Oh, Led Zeppelin you know
1: what? Has, has to have a Tom Bombadil song or two out there.
0: Uh, maybe Christopher could do it. Christopher, if you're listening and you just happen to be recording something this week, maybe do a Tom Bombadil cover. Hey-ho, Derry
1: Dill. I'm an Armadillo. <laughs> Hey-ho, look at there. I'm Tom Bombadillo. I don't know. That's not Those aren't the words he sings, but something along those lines. I don't know. I just finished my my, my beer. I'm a lightweight now.
0: <laughs> it's all it takes. One <laughs> beer and he's singing Tom Bombadillo. And on that note, I am the bottle of hot sauce that Beyonce keeps in her purse. <laughs> and I'm the lesser known fifth musketeer, Jimmy Dean. Well, it's been real, Jimmy. I think we learned a lot today about how we can never trust computers. Tell Queen Bea I said hi. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been a broadcast from... The Casino of the Meerkats. Planet of the Meerkats is produced by Neil Freeze and David Garrison, and our theme music is by Tawny Frogmouth.